Hi, we're Lisa and Angie, and you are listening to another episode of Pep Talks and Prosecco. If you are loving this podcast, we would be so grateful if you left us a rating and a review. You can also let us know that you're listening to us by taking a screenshot of this episode and sharing it on your socials. But remember to tag us. We are so happy that you're here. And now it's time to settle in with your favorite glass of bubbly and enjoy this week's pep talk. Cheers, Angie. Cheers to you, Lisa. Cheers to you, Lisa. Happy Sunday to you, my friend. Happy Sunday. Yum, crisp, clean, amazing, Prosecco, although I have to say, we may have to start giving little tutorials to our guests <laughs> on how to pour the Prosecco because today we have the Ashley Piper. The Ashley Piper. <laughs> and she uh, she cracked open her bubbly uh, right before we started the interview. And you know what, Ashley, practice makes perfect. And we just sure. feel like you may need some practice. So, <laughs> um, but I'm telling you, this this episode is so much fun. Um, if you don't follow Ashley um, already on Instagram, you can head over and follow her at the Ashley Piper. And she just dishes all the dirt on how she got to the place where she is able to be so confident Mm-hmm. and how she loves herself in so firm and grounded in her belief of how we all just need to be more kind to ourselves and really embrace who we are. Yeah. I loved how she talked about making self-care a priority and that, you know, we make time for the things that are important and certainly um, just the way she treats herself and she views your, herself are just so wonderful. I just loved every single second of this episode. She is inspiring. She is empowering and she is hilarious. So I think we should just get to this week's episode of Pep Talks and Prosecco with the Ashley Piper. Cheers. Cheers to you. Hey, Ashley, welcome to Pep Talks and Prosecco. Cheers. Cheers. Ah, I mean, Prosecco on a Sunday afternoon, does it really get any better than that? I mean, it should be like a weekly thing. (laughs) We agree. We agree wholeheartedly. (laughs) (laughs) And based on how you poured your Prosecco, we fully (laughs) endorse practice for you. Practice Practice does make perfect. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It is so true. Well, Ashley, we know that uh, we are just so excited to have you on uh, Pep Talks and Prosecco today. We've, uh, I feel like we've kind of been, stalking might be a harsh word, but we've just, (laughs) we've been following you and uh, we are absolutely obsessed with the messaging that you are uh, putting out there around worthiness and this beautiful love affair that you have with yourself, like in a really healthy and positive way. And so we are just so excited to be able to sit down and have a pep talk with you. Of course, we know that you are a Saskatchewan gal, just like us, and an educator. 
just mm-hmm. like us. Yeah. And of course, a mom. And we're guessing probably one of the most popular uh, influencers in Canada right now. We are probably we're guessing that as well. So all important titles. Oh, but we also know that there's so much more to Ashley Piper than those important titles like the fact that you are a huge advocate for self-love and empowerment and just like we do with all of our guests we're hoping that you will tell us your story that you will tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey to becoming a highly respected content creator with a mission, we would say, to cause major disruption in the world of body image and positivity. So the floor is all yours. We can't wait to hear all about Ashley Piper. Well, thank you so much. Um, first off, like I'm really excited to be here. And thank you for those words. Honestly, like it's so sweet. I, I can't say thank you enough. Um, so a little bit about me, I guess. Yeah, I, I grew up uh, in Prince Albert, Saskatchewan. Um, I lived there until I was 19. And then I moved to Saskatoon to go to university and uh, get my education degree. I started teaching kind of right as soon as I uh, convocated from the University of Saskatchewan. Um, you know, fast forward a few years later, I met my husband and we had our babies and that's kind of like our story. Um, I would say for me, you know, growing up, I was always pretty confident in who I was. Um, I was always really active. I played all the sports that you can think of. Um, my family was always, you know, if we weren't at the hockey rink, we were at the volleyball court and if we weren't there we were at the swimming pool and if we weren't there we're at the lake just enjoying time as a family so um you know sports and family were always really really important to me um you know now as like a woman who's uh really comfortable with who i am and looking back i feel like i was always really comfortable with who i was um but there were definitely times that I can think of now that like we're like crushing blows as a young girl um you know I can I can remember the first time that a schoolmate uh you know brought up the like Jenny Craig line or you know call this hotline or you know like remarks of being chubby and things like that and it was something that I was always aware of for myself um but I feel like I didn't ever think of it as a bad thing for myself until other people um, told me that it should be, right? Um, My parents were never those people. They always were incredible. And I think I have uh, them to thank for a lot of the confidence that I have today um, because it was never even a thing. Um, I never, you know, my, my parents never had me on a diet or never had me, uh, they never talked about my weight. It was never a concern. It was never like at the forefront. It was always like, let's go and, you know, play the sports that you love and do the things that you love. And so I do think that I have them to thank for a lot of the, you know, the feelings that I have for myself because they always showed that to me Um, and it never wavered. And then, you know, getting a, a, older and getting into high school, I think those things were a lot more obvious. Um, 
there weren't a lot of girls that were my size. You know, a lot of my friends, most of my friends were much smaller than me, um, less physical than me, but always, you know, they were, they were the, the popular, the sexy, the good looking, the attractive. And like, that was always there. But again, I still feel like it just like, didn't ever like waver my confidence. Um, I felt like I always knew who I was and those things didn't really matter to me. Um, and then again, getting older, I think all of the things that are just like constantly shoved down your throat as a woman and, um, you know, as a, now getting to be older, like it was always, you know, the diets that you see, the this, the, the ads in the magazines, the shopping in the stores, the, all of it. Um, it did start to kind of take a toll on me. And I did find myself turning to things like, uh, you know, different diet plans or different um, companies that their focus is weight loss, weight loss, weight loss. And I had a period of time where that was my focus. And all of a sudden it was like, wow, you look so great. And mm-hmm. oh my God, you've lost so much weight. Like you're so dedicated. And I was like, but I was always dedicated to myself, you know, like I've always been like this, but like now because I'm thin, it was, uh, and then that like fueled me. It was like, now like keep going, like lose more weight, lose more weight. And look at the attention that you're getting. And then all of a sudden I was just in this like vicious cycle of it just like consumed me. And I would say that I think I'm one of the lucky ones that started to recognize it. Um, That, you know, I was suddenly becoming someone who was at the gym for five hours a day and saying no to social outings, which was the thing that made me really happy and I was all of a sudden really miserable with who I was and I was the thinnest I ever was but yet I was so unhappy because I didn't have those things that like brought me joy anymore um so I did start to recognize that and I almost took like the complete opposite Uh, I just like I didn't want to do any of it because it was it was hard to find that balance um I met my husband in that point and um, he was always, again, he reminds me a lot of my parents, like his love for me never wavered and like none of that matters to him. Um, And I think I was able to find myself even more. Then when I came as a like content creator, happened just like really organically. I I actually took a a course for, um, I, used to be a small business owner. I owned a baby and uh, toddler kids and kids clothing and accessory line. Um, so I had taken a course for marketing for that. And uh, there were a lot of people that were at this course that were there for just like learning Instagram for, for themselves and driven that way. And so I started kind of posting with more intention. Um, around like what I was going through and I think at that time it was like figuring out who I was in sharing like my experiences with my body Um, you know sharing about like working out and why I do it not to lose weight but to feel good 
um, going to sports because that's a part of me, not to lose weight but because I enjoy it. And I remember the exact time I was going to post the infamous transformation Tuesday photo of like a side by side of like who I was and who I am. And it kind of started to feel like gross to me. Um, even though it was something that I thought was so great. Um, and I stopped myself from making that post. And the next day, um, I took that transformation Tuesday photo that I was going to use and I posted it and um, my worthy Wednesdays were um, born that day. And it was, you know, instead of it being a transformation picture of like, wow, look at what our bodies can do. It was a transformation of like, there is worthiness in every part of you at every time. And it doesn't matter where you are in it, you are worthy. And so fast forward now a couple of years, that's kind of been my, my thing. And um, I think that that became like a real driving force of my page and my desire to fight that fight. And the women that message me um, regularly just really continue to feel that, that we have so much work to do. Um, and people need to see it and people need to hear it. Women especially mm -hmm. um, need to see it, see it and need to hear it that you are worthy and you are enough. And no matter what it is that you've gone through or that you are going through, you are still enough. Um, and I think that that is where I'm at right now of just being really fueled by that. And feeling confident enough to share that with me or with, with people mm -hmm. and with women and knowing that um, my story and the way that I feel is likely felt by so many other women who sometimes all it is is just like reading that moment or reading that post or seeing that photo and thinking like, yeah. I can do that too. Or like, yeah, I can feel that. And maybe it might not be today, but maybe it'll be next week or in a month while they continue to see it. So that is a very long-winded <laughs> explanation of me. It is an absolute perfect affirmation of why we needed Ashley freaking Piper on pep talks and Prosecco, especially for season four, because our whole theme is about unapologetically me. And I mean, Lisa and I both were just leaning in closer and closer to our microphones and our screens the whole time you were talking, because not only Ashley, do I think that people need to believe that by um, about themselves, but there's so much reassurance and strength and knowing that there's other people out there that feel the same way and that when you're mm -hmm. you know putting on the bathing suit and you're heading to the beach there's other women on that beach that are going you go girl they may not come up and say that to you but they are cheering you on and so 
your messaging and your social media presence is just so timely. It is needed. You are freaking hilarious. Yes. You are so much fun. It's just awesome. Before I get to my question, you had, um, you had a post the other day, which I like giggled so hard about. I giggle lots about what you post, but I think you were like in the bathtub and you're doing something goofy. And if you guys don't follow her, you have to follow her because, oh my God, it's just pure entertainment. Screw Netflix. Just go watch <laughs> Ashley. And you, someone had replied to you or sent you a DM, something of the context of, are you so obsessed with your phone that you can't leave it away or you can't like be without it? And what was your response? Because it was just bang on. So yeah, they had messaged me when I was in the bathtub and it said, are you so addicted to your phone that you can't put it away for when you're having a bath? And my response was, no, I'm just so addicted to myself that I can't stop looking and doing things for me while I'm caring for me. Yeah, you did. Awesome. It was like mic drop. Yeah. Like. I loved it. So it just Here's my so thing is um, I've always said to some of my girlfriends, because I mean, there's always trolls. There's always people that are going to, um, you know, hate you for what you're doing or not agree with you and make sure that they really vocalize how they feel about it. Um, and I've always had the outlook of, I will not be everyone's cup of tea and that is okay. Um, it is not my responsibility to be liked by, uh, by everyone. Um, it's just my responsibility to be authentically myself and unapologetically who I am. And if the trolls are going to troll me, I'm going to troll them right back. So. <laughs> I love it. And do we often get asked, how do you do it all? <laughs> and the answer is, well, we don't. But what we do is create intention in five key areas of our lives. We maximize our time and energy. And now you can have access to these areas through our Michael Workshop series, Maximizing Your Day. You will be provided with key resources and information on the following areas known to save you time and help you experience greater success and happiness. Building your morning routine, meal planning and prepping, maximizing your time in the workplace, maximizing your time at home, and building your evening routine. Plus, each micro workshop comes with its own set of downloadable templates and support material. And right now we're offering our Pep Talks and Prosecco listeners 25% off this workshop when you use the code PEPTALKSANDPROSECCO25. So head to our website, weatherwill.com, or you can click on the link in our show notes to learn how you can maximize your day. And don't forget to use the code PEPTALKS and Prosecco25 for 25% off. We are so excited to have you grow and learn with us. So, so here we are. We are, this episode will air either late 2021 or early 2022. Regardless, we are well into the 21st century here, folks. And yet we're still having this conversation around women in particular feeling these pressures and expectations around what I would call really stale and outdated societal norms. So we would love to hear your take on why do those still exist? What, what's your take on that? What do you, what do you think is happening that we're still dealing and, and rumbling with all of those pieces? 
honestly, I think one of the biggest driving factors of that is just fear. Um, so fear of judgment, whether it be of their friends or their family or strangers or their colleagues, um, fear of uh, people viewing them maybe as unprofessional or disgusting or fake or like any of those negative titles that can be attached. Um, but yeah, like fear. I just, I think like fear really sums it up because there are just so many things that I think as women that we have to fear for um, and we're slowly taking it back and we're slowly getting more power and we're slowly getting more people behind us that are saying no, like enough. We don't need to live like this anymore. I don't need to fear this anymore because there's no reason to. And the more that we voice that, the less it becomes. But I think that we're not fully there yet because there are a lot of people that, you know, again, I still get those messages. I would love to do something like that. Or I would love to have, you know, that confidence. Or I would let, and it's like, then do it. <laughs> You know, what, what is holding you back? And check with yourself. And often I think it is, and that fear. So when you talk about that fear, and I, I agree with you, of course, I think um, fear is, is, a, is a huge obstacle and a barrier for us when we want to really truly lean into who we believe we want to be and, and be that unapologetically, you know, be ourselves unapologetically but we're wondering, so you've talked about just do it and be the person you want to be. And we're certain you've mentioned some trolls already. And we, it's great to hear you say that uh, you have felt confident almost your whole life. That is fantastic. We're wondering, what advice would you give to um, those people who are fearful? or to other women who are watching you going, I wish I could do what you did, you know, you did or what you posted or walking mm -hmm. down the beach as Angie mentioned, what advice would you give them when they're being told that, you know, stay in your lane or you're just a bit too much. So you need to tone it down, tone it down a bit. What would you say to them? What advice yeah. would you give to young girls or to other women who are, who are watching you? Well, I think it's okay be, to be a bit too much. Um, I am a lot too much for some people, <laughs> but I'm also just the right amount for other people. So my advice is it's not about being who you want to be, but being who you are and to allow yourself to be who you are and be open to growing or changing and evolving. And that doesn't mean that you're becoming somebody that you're not or somebody that you're trying to be, but you're being who you are and letting yourself be who you are in that moment. Mm -hmm. So I have days where I'm not confident. I feel disgusting. I pick at my body. I think like, oh, I can't wear this today. But now I've gotten to the point where instead of sitting on those thoughts, I'll catch myself and I'll say like, why is it that you're feeling like that? why are you having those thoughts? Because that's not normal for you. And why are those thoughts there? And then challenging them. So my advice to anyone who's struggling with that is 
A, be who you are, unapologetically yourself. Find your people. If there's somebody in your life that's like you need to tone it down a little bit and you are being who you are, then they're not your people and filter them out. And then number three is just do it and let yourself feel that fear and let yourself feel those feelings, acknowledge them, talk yourself through them and then move on and then do it again and go through those feelings. The first day that I posted on my social media and I showed like a part of me that was always an insecurity, I wanted to like barf and poop through my mouth. And like, I can remember like my heart rate was like, oh my God, I can't do this. Like, I can't believe I'm gonna show this. And then I did it. And it was like, why was I so, so scared to do that? Like it's done. And who cares? Like, who cares if somebody doesn't like that? That's okay. Even if I walk down the street, somebody won't like what I'm wearing. And that's okay. When I go to the grocery store, there's going to be somebody that in the head goes like, oh, look at that girl's pants. That's okay. That's their problem, not mine. So find who you are and allow yourself to be that. Now that is a pet talk. <laughs> say you take that little snippet and you record that folks and then you play that on repeat because you just all got schooled by Ashley that's what happened right there so so this doesn't this confidence this conviction has been nurtured since you were a young child um but there have been pieces that you have solely been responsible for in becoming this version of Ashley that we have the honor of having as a guest here today so Lisa and I do a lot of work, um, you know, through our messaging with Pep Talks and Prosecco, and we also do some coaching as well. And, and we do a lot of work with people around the importance of habit building and, and forming habits that are really going to help us be able to live, love and lead our very best lives. And so we're hoping you would share with us, is there a key habit or maybe a couple habits that you have implemented that really have been instrumental, Ashley, in helping you become who you are today. Yeah. So um, I think it's really important. I know this, it's almost kind of become like a trend word lately, um, but the topic of self-care. And I think looking at self-care as like a habitual thing and not just like the trendy thing that it is right now. Oh, like self-care, getting my this done. I'm so like, Self-care looks different for everyone, but you have to like fully be dedicated to caring for yourself. So for me, that's been something that I've had to work into like my daily life. So whether it is working out after a tough day, um, having my my bath at the end of the night, that is something I do every single night. I shut the lights off. I light either a candle or a salt lamp and I lay in the bathtub, and sometimes I get work done, and sometimes I just scroll Instagram or TikTok, but it's like my time of quiet that I can just like do whatever I want to do in there. Um, But also things like getting my nails done. Um, It's something that I used to feel a lot of guilt for, but it's time that I get to spend on me, and it's okay for me to do that. 
Um, it's tough. Um, you know, I was just talking to a coworker about it. I need to go to the dentist. And I canceled my dentist appointment at the beginning of the year because my kids needed it and I couldn't do both. And I need to find a way to like get mine. And it's hard because as a mom and as a teacher and as a wife, um, it feels like the time that we have for ourselves is just gets smaller and smaller and smaller. But I think making that time for ourselves and finding the things that you need to care for yourself need to be a daily habit. Doesn't have to be the same thing every single day, but it does have to be like a daily habit of something for yourself. The other thing that I think is really important is the way that you talk to yourself. And I think that that has to be a habit that changes. Um, we are so, so tuned to looking at ourselves and picking out the things that society has told us are no good, um, that you know maybe ex-relationships or friendships have told us are no good, um, or you know a magazine or a clothing store, or whatever it is. We're so tuned to look by the mirror and constantly pick ourselves apart. And that is a habit I think that is really important. So finding the things that you're saying to yourself and switching them to positive things or to um, loving things. You don't have to love every single part of yourself, but you do not need to pick them apart because it will not get you anywhere. And it just makes us feel those this negative, you know, um, loathing feelings. So if you find yourself again, you, you're getting ready in the morning and you look at yourself and you go like, "Ugh, look at your hair today," and switch that around. Mm -hmm. Wow, my hair is not, you know, super great today. But look at how good your eyebrows look. <laughs> or like, I'm gonna put this shirt on that makes me feel really good, right? I I got a tattoo when I was, I want to say I was 19, and it is on my wrist, and it says I love me but on my wrist it's backwards so that when I in the morning get ready in the mirror I can see that it says I love me and I remember the tattoo artist laughing when I was going to get it he's like that's a little conceited isn't it and I was like damn right it is <laughs> but it's true and I think it's important it's a daily reminder that I get to have that simple little thing of like I love myself and that is okay Oh, Ashley. See, I wasn't kidding when I said in the beginning that you have this beautiful love affair with yourself and you are unapologetic about it as you should be, because it is just a wonderful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And you mentioned finding your people. And I don't know if you, if you know this, but you are one of our people. Hell yes. And <laughs> When I can only speak for myself, but there have been times when that inner critic is getting the best of me, or I believe that my dress size is, you know, a determinant of my worthiness. And you have just 
shown up in the world and leaned into who you are in a way that I know if it's having an impact like it is on me, it is having that impact on so many other people in the world. And so thank you, Ashley Piper, for being who you are unapologetically and showing up every day because you are making a significant difference in the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. It honestly like means the world to me. Well, we are hoping that you will have a little bit of fun with us before we wrap up this interview, yes. <laughs> this little pep talk with you. I'm not we ready like, for it to end though. I like, know, I know. I'm like, can't we draw this out a little bit? Like, <laughs> but I know we'll get to the fun. I get it. I get it. <laughs> we'll do another one soon. Okay, perfect. We're going to yeah. hold you to it. Yeah. <laughs> So we do a little thing we like to call wind things up before we wind things down. And we ask our guests 10 questions in the hopes that you'll be able to answer them in 60 seconds or less. Okay. I will be the reason why you're not able to answer them in 60 <laughs> seconds or less. Cause I'm terrible at asking them quickly. Um, but it's just a super fun way for us to end the pep talk today. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Well, we should maybe all have another quick sip of, sip of Prosecco before we get started. Excellent advice. Thanks, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And Angie, I'm sure has her timer ready. I do. I'm ready to go whenever you ladies are. Are you ready? Here we go. go. First question. Strangest DM you've ever received? Uh, Requests for like money services. Oh, ew. Mm -hmm. How about your favorite book? Uh, How to Make Love Like a Porn Star by Jenna Jameson. Essential habit that contributes to your success. Uh, self-love. Awesome. A bad habit that you can't break. Oh, picking my nose or playing with my nose right while I drive. <laughs> what advice would you give your teenage self? Uh, you're enough. Yeah. Don't worry about like the things that don't matter. What do some people often assume about you, but they're so wrong about um maybe that I'm cocky or that I'm like really full of myself yeah I think it's just like a a confidence yeah bucket list destination anywhere right now (laughs) (laughs) Amen. (laughs) How, how about your favorite meal uh steak with lemon potatoes and beets and carrots on the barbecue oh yum Mm-hmm. Your happy hour must include people. Oh, yes. Yeah. Who inspires you? Oh, gosh. I have so many people in my life that inspire me. Um, but right now I'm going to say my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that's a little cliche, but it's say, yeah. Not at all. Awesome. How did we do, Angie? <laughs> Holy lick. I think that was maybe our like fastest one. We were like at 90 seconds. Like, that's awesome. I, I really think, and if you and I hadn't done the ooh and ah uh, and like, <laughs> no, I know. I think we would have been like, I stop too. Like, I'm like, I want to explain this. <laughs> I know. You, you know, like I, why I pick my nose, but like, it's just because I might pick my nose sometimes. <laughs> are absolutely delightful. I think this would be such an amazing episode for parents to sit down and have their kids listen alongside. Um, 
the impact that your folks have had on you is just such a great reminder for all of us, um, regardless of how old our kids are now. But then just the messaging for for everyone to hear, regardless of your age, is just timely. It's important. And um, the priorities that you have placed just resonate in all of the messaging that you do through your social platforms. And we're so grateful that you take the time to do it because we know that having a social media presence is so much work. So like it is a huge commitment and we're just incredibly thankful um, that you continue to put that messaging out there. Lisa, anything else you wanna add in? Thanks again, Ashley. Cheers to you. And we're looking forward to having, sitting down and having a pet talk with you again. Thank you. I also will look forward to it. Thanks for having me today. Cheers, Ashley.